Welcome to episode 51 of the Saturday Morning Gaming Show. It's the retro podcast where we choose one game an episode and share our experiences from the title screen to the credits. I know you're probably wondering just what the heck the word Faxanadu means. And we've got the answer because that's the game we're playing. So step on in and join us as we fight some of the weirdest interpretations of a dwarf I've ever seen in a video game. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Gaming Show. Hello everyone and welcome. It is February 4th, 2023 and I'm your co-host, The Fat Wizard, joined today by... Alamaxia. And Lobos. And today we're taking a look at Faxanadu on the NES. This one was released in North America in August... 1989 a good good old late 80s there mm-hmm. and in, uh, in japan it was released for the famicom in mm-hmm. 1987 oh, you're, which... gonna, you're gonna no no you're oh, okay go do it so, spoil it nope go, go what, ahead what's go the ahead. name were you gonna say what faxanadu means yes all oh, right but... well that was in my intro if you're listening to this on the podcast ah. i kind of <laughs> said like hey you gotta listen to it a whole hour to figure this out but go ahead alamaxia no 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 we, we gotta we, get we that user retention. We we'll tell you what. Fa- what is fax? <laughs> They're already googling it. <laughs> no, don't Google it. I see you. Stop that. Hey, uh, if you, if we're, sounds like we're wasting time. It is because, or we are because this game's kind of short. So we got some kind of filler stuff here. But uh, let me first off because we never talk about the music, and I just want to say the intro song to this game. I, I don't know if Lobos is gonna agree with me, but I would say top five NES intro songs ever. Whoa! It's so good. Whoa. It is such a good. It's it's like forty five seconds need, long. It hits the beat. It's so good. Mm, I would need to hear the the intro track again. I didn't dawdle on that screen very much. It's it's, it's also the thrash uh, metal. It's thrash metal. Oh man, nice. It's even uh, it's it, they played at the end of the game also. So okay, okay. It's a it's a real big banger. So I I do recommend <laughs> people go uh, uh, look at the Faxanadu intro music because that we we always forget about the music. I just really want to say, listen to the music. Yeah, I did enjoy the music of the game a lot. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, so this game is really cool, and I don't know is this a popular game or not? Because I I feel like everyone has heard of it, but like right. it's not a it's not like <laughs> one of those like pillar it's not like a super metro well you know it's I, not like a metro I, I feel like it's because this game is so incredibly vague and the way it starts out i is it feels like kind of dark souls you're, you're <laughs> just this naked guy walking into a town and something you just run across it and it kills you and you're like what just happened yeah and you resurrect at the guru yeah 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 so to- it totally starts off in a church it starts off, and you are—I think you're a hero—and uh, you're returning home, and mm. the king wants to meet you right away. And so we are chatting with the king. There's a couple buildings. We'll get back to those buildings. Uh, but I guess the gist of the story is that there's these dwarves, which are evil. We'll talk about the dwarves later because they look really weird. And then the elves are, are kind of getting killed by the dwarves. I think that's more or less the story. And so you, as this hero, need to go out and kill the dwarves or, like, cure the dwarves or something. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the king gives you 1,500 golds. I think he actually calls it golds. golds. Oh, yeah. It is golds. Golds. I, I, I think golds is the official currency. <laughs> okay. Yeah, golds. Yeah. Why not? 
you know, dollars, <laughs> golds. It makes sense, right? Golds. Yeah. Yeah. So what what I'm doing here in the start of the town is you know, you go around, you go to a martial arts instructor. I guess he teaches you how to fight, and then a wizard dude he teaches you how to uh, do magic. But it does cost money, so I'm really curious. Like, could you get in a situation where you can't win the game because you didn't learn how to fight or cast spells, and you can't kill anything to get money? So no, I go ahead, Lobos. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that just refills those bars and. Uh, because oh, is that what that does? Because okay. you can keep yeah. doing it, and it just but it, the especially the fighter guy, he's like, "Would you like me to train you in martial arts?" And I was like, "Yes," and then it filled okay. up my my health meter, <laughs> which is P, I guess power probably. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and so then I was like, "Okay, what did I learn?" Um, I don't know. You, if you know something a different. Bit more powerful you can take a hit. You what now? <laughs> you learned you can take a hit. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's weird, yeah. So I guess you don't have to learn mm. magic or... I don't no. think you have to. I mean, I did both just in case, but yeah. I think that's all it does is refill your... Yeah, it's, your stuff. It, that, that is literally all it does is refill your stuff. Mm. You're better off going to the little meat vendor there and... Yeah. yeah. And get, getting I, some I food. I feel ripped off now. I want... Because that was a good... That was like half my money I sold, spent on that. Anyway, I got myself a fancy little dagger and uh, you just walk out of the town and... There are some very like this game has some weird monsters. So <laughs> yeah, the first thing it really you have, does the the first type of monster you see is like a little spiky ball that moves on the ground. If you kill Standard, him, he yeah. drops he drops bread. Like bread. I which, think it's bread. Yeah, it, it's bread. And then you have <laughs> this cyclops guy that jumps on two legs. Monodrons. Monodrons. And, and I know you got probably a sheet of paper with all the character I, names. I, of I, I got the enemy list pulled up because what? these enemies are what the heck. All right, what are those little spiky ball things called? Zazuras. Zazura. Man, I love monster names from old retro games because they make no sense. Right. Um, so those mono whatevers drop some money, and you can actually farm that. And then we're just going through, and we're, there's some little zombie guys, and we're killing them. But here's something I really wanted to see if what you would do, Lobos, because near the beginning of the game, yep. you go into a store, and you see some really heckin' cool items. Uh, we've got, I think, the death magic and a magic shield, and... So the magic shield is oh. 7,600. Death is 125,000. 12,500. 12,500. And I'm sitting here with 800 gold. So you can go from screen to screen and grind out like 50 gold at a time. And I really wanted to know, Lobos, oh. did you do that? You know, I didn't even find that shop. <laughs> that shop right there <laughs> that you found. I yeah. did grind out every item that I found. And I was like, okay, okay. I'll buy that. And I also, at the beginning, you can open the menu and you can check equipment, item, magic, that sort of thing. And there's also a player menu that shows you how much XP to your next le level or right. your next rank. Um, so I, ground, I grinded that up right in the first town before I left. And turns out that's, that's kind of a, it's an interesting mechanic because the more XP you have, some things are harder. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little, so weird. I, I don't know all the extents of it, but... Um, yeah, you don't, I don't think you get any more powerful or anything for XP. So, so the wing boots mm -hmm. are one that is a detriment to leveling up. I yeah. don't know if that's what you were thinking of. Yeah, that's what I, that's the only thing I know is that it, they last less time the higher level you are. 
I think that's probably a bug because there's another situation where there's a bug in an item you get, and so mm -hmm. you kind of think like maybe they they did the wrong order of operations there for the math. Well, it might have Nintendo just been to challenge bugs? them. You no. Know? You know, if you're doing well, then then they're like, okay, we'll challenge you and we'll make make this item less effective. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Who hey, knows? I did want to say we just went to. Let me talk a little bit about the mm -hmm. gurus mm -hmm. uh, because I have some little fun things for people in the video. So. This game uses a password system to save your progress. You know, think of like Mega Man where you beat a stage and it's like, here's the progress. But, you know, it stores like your levels and the items you have. So through, and so you go to the guru and the guru will give you that information. And so I've left a bunch of those in the video because I thought it would be kind of cool. Like if people want to jump in and be like, oh, I want to play where, uh, you know, Saturday morning gaming show crew was mm -hmm. at this point in the video nice. you can enter in that password so if you you know if you do that i would love to hear like uh your thoughts there i think that's kind of cool that is cool and i didn't know what it was the first time i saw it so i was like what is he saying to me it was just <laughs> it's just like a string of letters yeah i bet it could have been a uh, secret code right yeah right yeah i don't so even know you... where you put that i guess i guess there's a continue or something on the main screen Yes, yeah. So yeah. when you go to the main screen, there's start and then continue. Oh, okay, you probably okay. just use save states, right, for your NES uh, or emulator no, I just, or whatever. Uh, well, I played it straight through. I didn't save state too hard, but yeah, like for when I took one break, then I, I did save okay. state and close it, yeah. and then boom, yeah. Yeah, I think you, you beat it in like two sessions, right? Yeah, yeah. Not very long. Now, once you... So you have that starting town, and then... You leave that area, and there's that area where you can grind over and over and over for the uh, equipment there. I spent there. a lot of time there. Did you actually get the <laughs> stuff there? I got the magic shield and oh, death. Oh, goodness. And okay. death cheesed the good first nine-tenths of the game. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. It you was know, I, I applaud the game for doing that. It's like, hey, if you want mm -hmm. to, it's there. It's, it's going to take you some time, but it's available. What's really actually interesting is once you leave that area and go into the first town, that is sealed off from you. You were not oh. allowed to go back there. Wow. So we might be able to if you have wing boots, but uh, yeah, you're not allowed oh, to normally. Fair. So you can't be like, oh, now I have enough. Nope, you got you to gotta get that stuff later. So I go into that town, the, the first, uh, uh, well, I guess it would be the second town, and I pick up a little shield, and you can see he's got a little tiny shield on him, and I think that reduces a little bit of the magic damage if you get hit by it. Yeah, yeah you if, you're, if you're not mid-attack, because he pulls yeah. a shield mm -hmm. away when you attack, then mm -hmm. um, it'll at least block some of the damage. Yeah, yeah you can hear the ting, but like some yeah. of them were just dealing so much damage as it was, and I was like, this is not doing very much, but uh, whatever. It would have been worse right. without it. I, I want to give you guys a, a little trivia here, or yeah. fun little bit. What is the name of that enemy you're, that we're fighting right there? I, I'm going Wait, what, with what like do you, a blue, What do you think the name of that is? Probably Blue Goblin. Goat, goat uh, Demon. Snowman. Snowman? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it is. Okay, yeah, I guess. All right, what um, is this, this next one we're fighting? It looks like a blue grasshopper, kind of. What like is his frog name? thing. Iketa. It, it kind of looks like a chameleon, like, yeah, like a yeah, weird yeah, yeah. bipedal chameleon or chameleon. For the longest time, when I saw it, I thought it was like two beings tw it twisted on themselves. But then I finally saw the head of it, and I was like, oh, "Okay, mm -hmm. no, it's not." <clears throat> well, we fought our. We're going to our first dragon, and this is. I'm fast forwarding the footage. This is how you beat this thing. You just sit, stand in this little <laughs> shelf area and keep stabbing, and eventually <laughs> nice. it will come close to you, and then wow. you just 
ping him once, and you you will not get hit. Um, and I'm curious, Almaxia and well, Almaxia, you probably used the death magic. Lovos, did you one shot of death? Wow. I actually, um, I came here to this dungeon. I died to this boss. One of the random enemies dropped a mattock, which is a required oh, item yeah. to push to to move on. This auto guaranteed drops it when you kill him, but one of the the spiky dudes just dropped it randomly. Oh, and that's so, cool. so I moved on, and I couldn't come back without another mattock because they reclose yeah. any doors or whatever you open. And that you gotta have so the thing annoying. again. So I came back like three dungeons later, and but generally with this enemy type, I would just jump at it and shoot magic at the same time and just kind of okay. overwhelm it. I would take damage, but it, it would die fast yeah. enough, so it didn't matter. Yeah, as you start getting more and more money, you can really just kind of face tank stuff with yeah. the red potions, and we'll we'll <laughs> definitely see a bunch of that. But yeah, with that first dragon killed, he drops like four or five gold pieces you can pick up, and then a matic. And then you can use that to get to the next area because there's this mm-hmm. um, there's this kind of blockage there. And then, like Lobo said, once you leave the screen with that blockage, you cannot get back. So it does very like it's very linear. Now you, again, you, you can get back. No, you can, uh, but you just have to yeah. find another Matic. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of shops with Maddox later on. Yeah, yeah, later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So later on, you can. It's a get long back walk there. back. Yeah. A long walk. So now, now we're, we're fighting the tree. Yes, uh, so we'll get into that in just a second. I wanted to talk about this monster we're fighting. So we see a bunch of them. This one actually looked like a snowman. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's it's like a big, bulbous, uh, cloaked figure, and then it yeah. shoots this magic at you. And then, again, you can use that shield if you're standing still to block a little bit of that. Or you can just jump over that and then uh, and pop them for a little damage. Uh, did either of you notice that if you did jump and like hit something on the top of the head, you would sometimes get like two or three hits on them at the same time? Mm, yeah, if you're close, then yep. you would hit it, knock it back, but not out of your hitbox, so you would hit it twice. So yep. I use that a lot when farming. So you talked about the tree here, uh, Alamax. Do you want to talk a little bit more about what this tree is? Yeah, so um, the town that you start out in, Aeolus, is at the base of this large tree mm. that is basically um, the life-giving tree for the elves. And uh, being, you know, an elven kingdom, hey, we need, to, we need to save this. So right now we're climbing the tree, and I think right now we're trying to revive three springs, which um, because, oh, yeah. like, all their water is dried up. Poisoned, and right? Everyone's poisoned, yep. or? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did they actually call it Yggdrasil? No, they, they didn't call it Yggdrasil. I think okay. they just call it like the Great Tree or something. Mm. I guess I, I just always assumed it was because, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. that, that's I mean, a yeah, very it, common thing in, in yeah. games like this. Yeah. Uh, in any case, we are climbing up and uh, we're going to the first dungeon. Uh, now, this does require a key. Uh, yeah. They have a bunch of different different keys. So you have a jack. You have a queen, a king, an ace, and a joker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But the only ones you can actually buy are the jack, queen, and king. And as we just saw, one of the things that's really unfortunate is if you use a key (laughs) and then leave that area and then come back, you have to reuse that key. So this is one of those situations. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of those situations where I accidentally pressed up and I left. I was like, oh, now I need to (laughs) get another key here. There's but, uh, a lot of backtracking to get keys throughout yeah. this game. I, I, I feel like that 
it, and they, not properly preparing or not yeah. knowing how to prepare just doubled the time of the game. It did, it did. But I mean, that's what they had to do with some NES games. Are like, well, we need more play time, so here. But yeah, um, I what was the inventory limit eight? I think eight mm-hmm. items. Uh, yeah, yeah. So okay. I started carrying around just extra keys. Like I don't want, I don't want to, you know, fall into this situation. But then you start getting other items, and it's like, oh. You can't oh, well. drop keys, so yeah, you can't sell you, them either. So I had them. Just you can there. you can sell the Jack Queen King back to a, a key maker that that it's... would normally let you buy them. From oh, it. okay. And then you, you could like <laughs> use the Joker one on that door and leave. Use the Ace on that door, but yeah, yeah. You, you find yourself late game, and you're like, I have like actually three or four inventory slots I could use. Yeah. Well, mm. guess potions are going in there. Yeah. 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 Uh, I yeah, I definitely ran into a bunch of issues. Actually, I had a Matic that went through the whole game with me because I picked <laughs> one up thinking, oh, maybe I should keep one in my inventory. Right. And yep. uh, unless you can find a place to use it, I couldn't figure out how to get rid of that. Even I couldn't even sell it. Yep. Well, we are at the top-ish of this dungeon, and we meet this elder, and he tells us, he's like, hey, good job for getting up here. Uh, I need an elixir if you want me to cure this area and so there just happens to be an elixir in this dungeon but i believe there's also an elixir you could purchase in the previous town mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so yeah, you elixirs, could yeah the elixirs will uh if you die it'll just refill all your magic and health yeah which is super handy yeah, it is. unless you use it up when trying to bring it to the elder and then you <laughs> have to go get another one but yeah so we've got uh so this was kind of the right side of the dungeon you know, call an east side of uh, the dungeon where the elder is. And then on the west side, you have to kind of maneuver around a little bit and then you can find yourself in elixir. And I want to talk a little bit about the enemies here. And I want to, mm. I want to make a statement uh, and see what you guys think about this. For me, these enemies are the most predictable, unpredictable enemies. <laughs> and what I mean, what I mean is I knew like, Oh, if I go here, I'm going to get hit. If I do this, I'm going to get hit. And if you just stand there like nothing's hitting you and they're like, okay, I'm going to jump over this platform. Boom. Of course I get hit. Like, I don't know if you guys felt like these things were always hitting you in like the weirdest, most random ways, but their mean, patterns are hard. Yeah. I mean, specifically this, uh, this like snake the, type pretty boss much, enemy? Pretty much the whole game. Oh, just all the enemies. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like all the um, enemies, like they're jumping around. There's bees there. Yeah. Just all sorts of enemies. <sighs> I I was going to go into this, you know, saying that it is a frustratingly bad a- AI. <laughs> it's like because it's, you know, it's it's exactly predictable. The, the right. enemies have like all the enemies across the whole game have like three or four different attack patterns. They jump, or they attack, or they run really fast, or maybe some little combination of those. Yeah. But the, the flying enemy is like. Uh, they'll do the thing where they're bouncing off in the direction that they're going, but then like the bees will occasionally like, oh, I'm going to duck a little bit lower. And you're like, wait, wait, no, you're going this way. The DVD hit logos it, of death. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it was, it was literally like, I know I'm going to get hit. I know I'm going to get hit. And I got hit. And it's like, you <laughs> think that with something that predictable, you could, you could anticipate it and avoid it. And I don't know what it is. It was just like, it was really messing with my head. So... <laughs> It almost there... makes me wonder how few hits could be like done in this game. Like, this cannot oh, right. be no hit. There are there are parts in this game where it's like there is no way to enter this room without getting hit. 
Oh I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember when yeah, a specific spot where you exit the door and an enemy's on top of you and you just get hit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you needed to go. I think it was like the guy that sells a fire spell or something. Mm. Uh, Anyways, yeah. so Posian. we're talking. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> we got the wing boots and we use this mm-hmm. wing boots to fly up to this elder, which is in a a fountain that's floating or whatever. And this was weird. Again, I always wonder about like, was this lost in translation? Because you're talking to this elder, and he's like, oops, fell asleep. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I'm awake again. And he's like, oh, this thing's been poisoned, and he cured. I don't know. It was really, it's like, what is? He also had multiple typos. He had poison as posian. And instead of guru, he said guri. It's just like, what? Is this guy drunk? I don't. He maybe. probably was. He probably was. But, but low oxygen. I mean, maybe it's gotten to his head. That's fair. That's fair. But I did find it interesting that in order to find him, you had to go to this seemingly innocuous uh, uh, area that had nowhere to go. And one of the villagers is like, hey, by the way, go to the big hole in the sky and you can use your, your flight boots to mm. get up there. And of course, yep, there you go. Yep. And I'm actually kind of wondering if you can soft lock your game by being too high level at that point and not having enough time to get up there with the wing boots. I, I guess you could probably chain together well, wing boots. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's challenging. That'd be interesting. But, uh, yeah, so you you go... Um, I think he tells you go to a guru or something, and the guru inside of that... Oh, man. Inside of that go dungeon... go to the first spring. Yeah, the mm. first spring. And we use that joker key to uh, to open that and go in there, and we had to fight another one of those um, big gargoyle blue things mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to get to him. So mm-hmm. that's the second time we've had to fight them. And if any um, if any little RPG game has taught us is that a bosses you fight early game become normal enemies later. <laughs> yeah. And then Basically... you, yeah, you get that joker key, and you can go get the third spring here. And you probably saw me fumbling around a bunch. Bunch. I knew I needed to move. Yeah, I, in the town they tell you once you've got all this stuff and you have this ring of ruby from this guru, you can move this rock, which will open a secret passage. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd think generally moving the rock is like you're kind of pushing up against it, but I don't know what I did to open it. But I just like you, you have on to all push it for like several seconds. Yeah, is that what that is? Okay. Yeah, I walked from the right to the left for like three seconds and then it moved. But yeah. When it well, didn't move right away, I walked away from it and I went <laughs> everywhere oh, else no. I could. I, I grabbed a batik and I'm walking around hit trying to use it everywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> fine. Can, can I just like keep walking? Oh, there it goes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that area I always consider is like the damn area in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Everyone has always gotten played through part of that but never has beaten it and so now Mm. we're going to get into the really unknown stuff where like you've probably (laughs) never seen this right so you get uh through that secret passage and you go to this new place it is missed it's uh it's got a little graph a lot of graphical issues going on but it's kind of like this uh the idea is a meteorite hit uh and caused a big what burst of dust or something to kind of obscure this area so you know we're in this town called misty yeah it looks like they tried to do some sort of like cobweb effect over over the whole screen and it it just everything looks messy (laughs) and like it's so hard to tell what's going on sometimes uh yeah this is the long long part of the game that's just covered in mist it it is Um, yeah 
it, yeah. it really did feel like the game the the whole middle of the game yeah was like in all of these misty areas mm. <laughs> you started out in nice kind of bright earthy area like at bottom of the tree and now we're just climbing the tree and it just is all mist until later on we get to the top and we're out of the mist mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about the dwarves here. So, you know, when I think of dwarves, there's a couple traits that come to mind. Mm. Um, you know, what, off the top of your head, gentlemen, like, give me some traits of a dwarf in a fantasy game. Short. Underground. Bearded. Big Those, nose. How, how about dragon wings? Oh, uh, yeah, right. So uh, how about giant mechanical beasts that are, like, 15 feet high. Yes. Yeah, well, okay, definitely. <laughs> one, one was a dwarf that was transformed. Yeah. The other came out of the meteorite. Yeah, mm. yeah. So they kind of, they, they talk about how there's these dwarves and there's like the king dwarf and you'll fight these guys. And I just find it amusing. I'm like, this isn't these, why are these dwarves? <laughs> and- so they were dwarves. The, the story of the game is that the meteorite crashed and the evil one uh, emerged from the meteorite and began corrupting and transforming the dwarves. Hey, that's the wrong episode. We did Metroid Prime last month. Wow. Almaxia. Wow. <laughs> We're so good at these segues, though. Like, how, how we plan this to just kind of it, flow so you got one area of corruption. Good job. <laughs> Hey, so we're uh we are in this mist area, and we got clued off that in, in this in the town uh called Misty that there are other shops around this area, and they so they kind of give mm. you a clue. They're like, "Hey, look up! There's some powerful stuff. I think we'll get back there at some point." But yeah, in this town of Mist or this area that's all obscured by the mist, there's all sorts of little housing units around, and some of the housing units you enter, and there'll just be a dude like running an, at you, like an enemy. Yeah. And you can't use your sword indoors, no matter where you are. So it's like, well, uh, you don't with magic, but yeah. The uh, yeah, and you can't even equip your your sword. But oh yeah, I think that's a a or items or items. Yeah. So maybe (laughs) this is a good time. uh, Lobos, he's kind of our armament master, weapons Ah, master. Let's talk a little bit about the equipment in the game. Sure. You know the different stuff there. Yeah. Uh, you can, you mostly actually, okay. You almost entirely get your equipment from purchases. Start off with the dagger. You move to a long sword, not too, uh, long after. Um, and then there's like, oh, I don't remember the exact name of the males. There's like leather. And then there's like a studded male, I think. And you get some armor and stuff. When you have it equipped, I think you can say it on the player screen. Yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, it's it doesn't show up in your inventory at all. So sometimes, at first, I was reading it. and I was like, I don't, I don't remember if I have this equipped or not. Um, you can also get shields, and uh, and then for item usage, you equip one item, and then you have to press down and B to use it, and then magic is used by pressing up and B. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a. I guess the other unique case is the wing boots where you have to hold A and then you can fly around the screen. But while doing that, sometimes you have to fight in midair and <laughs> maybe you're flying up and you want to strike at something, but that's up and B, so you use your magic and you're like, wait, no, I didn't want it. <laughs> the magic you and have then your to... character falls to the ground. <laughs> 
Yeah, I tried to use wing boots in air, and you cannot. So, oh. um, yeah, I tried to like to give myself a head start. I jumped up and then tried to use it, and you can't. So, so whenever that uh, villager gave us a hint, there's like a hidden shop out there. Look up. My my, you know, brain went. Well, you use up to enter doors, so I you walk around everywhere and hit up, like as I'm walking, and eventually you find this place by just like flying up into the air in the right place. Yeah, or I, you can actually—I think you can actually uh, jump over some platforms and get up mm -hmm. there. Oh, well. yeah, you can yeah, do that's some a, jumps. That's another way. Yeah, but that's that's your—you uh, get death, right? So if you remember, yeah. we—you could have got death about, um, you know, five minutes into the game, and now we're—I don't know—call it three hours into the game, and uh, death is available. Here's something interesting: in the start of the game, death is a hundred twenty-five thousand or twelve thousand five hundred. Yeah, yeah. And this vendor was only sitting out for 9800 So that's actually interesting because most of the time the prices are going up. Like a, a key of jack mm -hmm. is 100 at the beginning, and then by the end it's like 400 So this is that was the one situation where uh, yeah, it's actually a little cheaper to wait. Yeah, and he sells uh, cheap red potions too. I think they were only yeah. 300 so 300. I did a lot of stocking up there. Yeah, red potions are great. I love those. Yeah. And... Uh, it, you were talking uh, earlier about how you equip the potion and then use it. It mm -hmm. was always a little dangerous to have that potion <laughs> equipped when you're fighting because I, yeah. on more occasions than once, accidentally pressed down and be during combat and when I was already like full health or near full health and I wasted a potion. But then there's also a, a thing of like, well, if you don't have it equipped you could die and not get to it soon enough. So there was this kind of balancing act of like, all right, when I was about a fourth of my health left, I would then go equip it and then, and then use that. But, you know, you were talking earlier about elixirs. Mm -hmm. Elixirs are nice because that is your safety. You know, it's like, okay, well, if you accidentally mess that up, you die, uh, that'll resurrect you. But those are a little pricey. Yeah. And, and what's nice is the elixirs don't take up an inventory slot. They're just like right. a, yeah, a right. buff on your character. Exactly. Yeah. So we are in this, uh, you know, it's really hard to describe even what we're looking the tower at. Of, wait, we're in the Tower of Suffering. Suffer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tower of Suffer. Yeah. And suffer. Yeah. Suffer. The, the background is, I don't know, something straight out of Stargate, I'd say. You know, it's got like these weird, almost like hieroglyphics in the background here. And we're fighting a bunch of these dragons here. And I think you can skip some of them, but. Uh, this one in particular, you get to the, you go to the very top and then go all the way to the east, and there is a dragon there that we're fighting. And I'm keeping this in the video oh just as gosh. an example of what not to do, <laughs> because uh, there's an item here which seems really cool, right? You got the pendant. Oh. Okay. So you look up in the in the manual. Uh, by the way, did anyone look at the manual? Because I, oh, I talked I about how awesome. Yeah, oh, it's so gorgeous. The manual is so the, good. I, I use the map right. of the manual to help me figure out where to go. Oh, nice. Mm, yeah. But the pendant in the manual says, hey, it increases your damage. So I was like, oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Mm -hmm. And I started noticing that some of the enemies I was killing in three shots were now taking four shots to kill. <laughs> so I was like, is this one of those? I can't remember. Was Final Fantasy 1 one of those where it actually yeah. weakened? Oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy 1 had a lot of issues with the spells not being yeah, properly coded. And, you know, sorts yeah, of things. So sure enough, I looked, and it was actually kind of funny because I think the way 
at least the way I read it, it was the game was programmed to give you the pendant at the beginning of the game for the purposes of damage. And then when you pick it up, it effectively removes the pendant a pendant from you oh. in, in in how they're calculating damage. So yeah, don't pick up the pendant. <laughs> yeah. That bad news there. And that was, that's a big bummer because <laughs> there's no way to drop that pendant. So it's like, yeah, it's a key as item. Far as, to sit as there. far as I'm concerned that I beat this game in challenge mode. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, there is a magic a pendant anyway. So yeah. yeah. Looked cool. There is a magic cane that we'll get a little bit later that says mm. it buffs your magic, and that mm -hmm. actually does buff your magic as far as I can tell. Nice. <laughs> Look at this dude. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, there's so many situations where you 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 go up a ladder and the dude just walks on top of the ladder before you can get up. So you're like, uh, mm -hmm. I guess I'll. There is one notorious spot. I don't know if you guys encountered it with the. The Wolf Knight dude. <laughs> yeah, Later. where you literally could not get past him. Oh my god, there's I, I had to look I, up I, a I had to death warp. Oh I looked up a walkthrough tactic for that. It <laughs> oh. works. Yeah. Is that later but, on here? Yeah. I it's, remember the wolf. it's in one of the later almost done like second to last areas, I think. Okay. Now we haven't talked much about, you know, dying in this game. Oh yeah. Because this isn't a game where you die and you just simply you just go back to your last save point, like you just saved and you gotta progress all the way through again. As long as you just like, you know, I just wanna continue, you'll go back to the guru that you last saved at. You'll have a lot of gold if you had no gold. It's based on your character's experience mm. and you still have all of your items. So really all you lose is the XP that you need to the next level. Mm -hmm. So at some point you can be like, I'm out of gold. Just go die. And you, then you have 12,000 gold in your pocket. Oh my gosh. I did that a lot. I was like, all right, I'm going to buy this shield. Uh, okay. And then I'm going to go die. And then I'm going to buy all these red potions. <laughs> so you, you can even do that. I think very early in the game. Like you can, I think you can go to the King and keep getting 1500 gold over and over. If you go to him with nothing. I oh, think. interesting. See, oh, I, nice. I died. And then, uh, and then uh, I actually ended up with less gold than I had because it yes. was early or whatever, and so I was like, oh, "Okay, they're probably like half your gold or something." And I noticed the XP being gone, so I did my best to avoid the deaths. We didn't talk about the levels. I mean, we briefly talked about it, but did we talk about the titles at all? Oh no, we talked about rank a little bit, but yeah. Okay. Probably yeah. Well, why don't you go for a Lobos? Um. I mean, I'm not sure what all they did. Like, we talked about how if you're higher rank, the wing boots will last less. Yeah, yeah. But you well, meet, you can go to a guru in town, and based on your XP levels, they'll be like, you have, you, I will classify you as the title, blah. And you get, like, you know, for, at first it's, like, soldier and, like, warrior, and then you end up being, like, knight, lord, and, and I think lord's the biggest, or the highest mm -hmm. one. I I just got the title superhero. Oh, superhero, yeah. And yeah, that so that is uh, like we talked about when you die, you lose all your experience that um, and except for uh, well, basically you have a gate uh, of your uh, your level, gotcha. so you can't go below that. And then again, I think I was actually a little fuzzy on the gold. Do you actually get the gold? that the level has, or do you get the gold that you had the last time you got your mantra? Elmaxi, do you, did you? I, 
I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like I had more gold than when I had last saved, whenever, okay. whenever that happened. Mm. Yeah, it's... So maybe it's, just level-based to... as well. I, that, that's it what I think be. it is, that it's, it's level-based. It's okay. just really into, weird to yeah. think, like, hey, whenever you die, you just respawn with <laughs> all the gold the level has conferred to you. It's like, yeah. okay. And you keep so, all the items. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah. Dungeon delving is a one-way trip. <laughs> exactly. I'd, I'd like to think that I was death warping to my advantage <laughs> and, and really just speeding up the game here. All right. So uh, a little bit of summary where we've gone. Uh, we had to go to this uh, this dungeon previously where I got the pendant. There's some wing boots in there. You want to go pick up those wing boots. And uh, after that wing, you get those wing boots, you can traverse this area, you know, more of the mist More area mist. and go to the next dungeon. And we are, uh, the purpose of, of what we're doing now or what we're trying to accomplish now is we need to go get the piece of the meteorite that the dwarves are uh, religiously like worshiping or something. I think, I, I think that was more or less the, what I got from it. Yeah. And they say- I think it also you... poison the water? Yes. They, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it is the corruption. Yeah. The corruption. It, it's the phase on of this world. <laughs> And you are told uh, from this dude two things. Uh, one, when you pick up this meteorite, it will turn into this item called Black Onyx. Mm -hmm. And when you get this Black Onyx, come and see me. And uh, he'll, uh, he'll give us a key to um, go to the next area. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, I want to know what these dudes are. They're, they look like they're maybe banging in a drum here. And they do this big, presumably screen-damaging effect. Alamaxi, do you have yeah. your... Your cheat Those sheet there. are Sugata, mm. a mysterious musician that pounds upon a magic drum. At regular intervals, the magic drum will attack you regardless of where you stand, yeah. and there is no way to block it. And sometimes you can't get to them in time, right and I actually found that magic didn't really do much damage to them. Like, I was mm. hitting them with three, three things of death, and you didn't go down. Mm -hmm. So uh, th those were a little challenging. Now, interestingly enough, there is a, uh, there's a couple of areas in this mist area or a couple dungeons in this mist area. As far as I could tell, there's really nothing there. Like, there's maybe a potion, a red potion you can pick up. But uh, mm -hmm. oh, I don't yeah. know if you, you yeah, guys found those, those areas. Yeah. You're like, yeah, well, what's the purpose there, of this? There is one that had no purpose. Just those <laughs> little drum-banging dudes that would just kill Yeah, me. yeah. I went in there and, and cleared almost all of it, and I was in bad shape, and I was like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go finish that place. I did get this, the hourglass because I was like, all right, well, maybe mm. this, this area is supposed to be one of those where you're supposed to go get by the hourglass, which was a kind of a lot of money. It was 5,600, which is like half my gold. Um, and this is before I really realized the, the death strats, right? So <laughs> the stop glass will stop all the enemies, not bosses, but stop all the enemies on one screen. And it did work on that area where there's a bunch of those uh, musician guys, mm. but I just felt like, you know, to get through one room without taking damage, 5,600 was a lot of money. Yeah. So, yeah, I was a little disappointed yeah. in that. So we've got, uh, we're going into the next dungeon. I don't know if, if we know what tower this is, but it looks very much like Suffer. But there's a new type of enemy. I like to call these dudes gladiators because they kind of oh, look nice. like a, a gladiator. It's got a big mace, like a big mm -hmm. mace. And, they, uh, they've got an even better real name. Uh, oh, yeah. mask, mask man, mask man, <laughs> mask man. It does have a mask? Yeah. yeah. What are these? 
Those were like those they guys, looked like Furbies. Did, Gary Buta. Honestly, they look like dwarves to me. So. <laughs> yeah, more than anything else in this game, I guess. <laughs> well, this is those enemies that we fought. The little gladiators are actually where range is really starting to come into play here. So again, the the dagger has a pretty short range. We've got mm. a long sword, and we can hit the gladiators before they hit us with the long sword. But uh, pretty soon we're going to be getting this three prong sword, which is I think looks so cool. It it's, is cool. It's basically like a sword trident, but they don't call it a trident. They call it a, it's a giant sword. Giant sword. But it looks cool and then utter, utterly useless for real combat, but it doesn't matter because it just looks so cool. <laughs> well, you would normally have one sword, but this has three swords on the end. Three there is more go. than one. <laughs> it That's true. Better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, are all, we are at the boss here. Who's, uh, who knows what this... Actually, Alamaxi, I know you probably know what this is called, right? Zoradona. That's a cool name. I love it. Do you know uh, how to fight Zoradano? Um, I just stood in the middle of the room and it bounced right and left over me. Once I got a little close to it, it would bounce the other way. So I would yeah. just keep walking yeah. left, right, left, right, and yeah. poke it along the way. But if it touches you, it hurts really, really bad. Yeah, yeah, real bad. Really bad. Oh, we picked up that black onyx and we're going to go back to this dude here. That uh, he'll, he'll give us a little bit of exposition here. Um, he's basically saying like the dwarves are, they are unchecked. They need to be, I don't know if he specifically says killed or, you know, eliminated, but he basically no, says the, go. I was going to say that the, the elves and the dwarves used to live in harmony. That's mm -hmm. true. They, they mm -hmm. used to have, you know, like trade and everything. But once this, uh, meteorite crashed and corrupted them, then really the elves are like, you need to. Some of them are like, you need to cure them or you need to stop them. Yeah. So, yeah. And a lot of them are even like, we, we look forward to having, you know, that trade again with them. Yeah, it just so happens that stop means kill, right? <laughs> well, they, they don't, at they least don't the don't that leader, the corrupted leader of the It's implied, but... Yeah, it's implied. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> they don't spell it. I'm not telling you, gotta kill them all, but, you know... <laughs> Okay, so we got so the I, ace. Uh, oh, yeah. The, so. I just I wanted to mention how inconvenient this part of the game is because mm -hmm. you start to go forward and you get to the next town and you're like, cool. And then you find some doors that require the king, the king uh, key. And they don't sell the king key at this new town. So you have to like backtrack all the way back. I bought like four king keys. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going back. Um, and then I did this stupid thing where you enter and then you leave on accident. More keys. It's yeah. one one worse than that too. Is in order to get to where we are now, you have to talk to the NPC to get the right. ace key. Right? right. Yeah. So you got to go buy your king keys. Go get the ace key. Make sure you have an inventory em slot empty for your ace key. Right. Because yeah. if, if I found that if uh, if you get that item whenever your inventory is full. It will overwrite the last item in your inventory. Oh, see, I was worried about that. I thought it was going to soft lock the game. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going with an empty inventory. <laughs> Variable overflow. Oh my gosh. But we uh, we are uh, going to like the top of the branches, and you can go to the left and to the right. So the right is where the crypt path is going to bring you, but mm. the left is going to be. Uh, another boss and i believe we get a battle helmet here oh yeah and mm -hmm. the battle it's helmet the first cool. of the required items 
Wait, are these actually required? I didn't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They are Wait, required. Why? Oh, to get the, 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 the ring, right? Yeah, he won't give you the ring unless you have both the helmet and the battle plate or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's right. And it's a little bit of a bummer because I'm like, all right, cool. I got a battle helmet. Right? Let's put it on. And it's just like, uh, uh. I'm like, <laughs> put it on. Uh, no. Uh. no. It's like, all right, well, hmm, I wonder why I can't. I'm, maybe I need, I don't know. I'll figure it out later. So we go to the right. Of course, we got to touch some poison to get there, <laughs> uh, which is nice. Uh, by the way, there's these, uh, there's these little vials of uh, poison. Actually, there's a couple temporary items. Let's talk about poison first. If you touch poison, I guess you just decide to rub it all over your body and you take damage. Mm-hmm. There is an ointment, which, you know, that oh, yeah. makes sense to rub all over your body. And that makes you more or less invulnerable to, I think, only physical, physical. contact. Yeah, like body, yeah. Yeah, body touches. And then there's a glove, which uh, increases your damage, your, your physical Does damage. it? I didn't oh, notice gosh. anything. <laughs> I didn't notice. Does it? I don't know. Yeah, actually, good question. I think it does. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I find it so funny. Like, there were spots in the game where you get to the end of a room, you killed all the enemies, and there's a little potion, and you're like, oh, sweet, like a red potion. You hit it, and it's poison, and you're like, ah, oh, they got me. But then there's one <laughs> this is in this back-and-forth spot that's not even, like, it's not like baiting you it's just in the way and you like have to yeah. touch it like if you're going yep. from left to right it's just like okay unless there's like a pixel perfect jump you can do but i never no, made that's to... that's one where the uh the screen transitions and immediately puts you on the poison is that right oh no i was talking about the one uh where you come up the ladder and you can go left oh, or right okay. um yes, just okay. before this yeah uh on the steps yeah so no, we're in wait. a town called conflate go ahead alamaxia mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, in walking around, moving around, did either of you catch on that your, I, I believe your character gradually picks up speed oh, to yeah. a certain point? Yeah, And sure. I found that there were some jumps in the game that you had to, like, do a little hop and then keep that momentum to get that next jump over. Mm. I, I found it really neat how I, I hadn't come across, you know, a Nintendo game that really had that kind of mechanic where your character gradually builds speed, yeah. let alone in this game. It also, I you actually also, didn't notice that. Oh, you didn't notice that. You also do it on the ladders if you're climbing sideways. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah, so that yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. But well, there was a character we met in this town called Conflate, which I love because it's completely nonsensical. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she says. So you go to this bar, and she says, "Do you want to know what I do in this town? I'm the pickpocket." <laughs> and I'm like, nice. "What? There's so many things wrong with." what she just told me <laughs> right i don't understand but i love it it doesn't have to be a good one she just is the, one right just the the brazen nature of like yeah i'm, I'm the person that's gonna steal from you <laughs> and i was wondering like did she steal my gold like what's the purpose of that <laughs> no, as far as i can tell world building world building world yeah. building every town's gotta have a pickpocket man she knows her role that's true they gotta stay employed somehow <laughs> so i don't know if you guys we're in this upper section now we had to use a king key to get through here um, and there's like a, uh, there's a gap you have to jump. That's kind of in the middle of a bridge, but you can actually drop down there. I don't know if you guys did. And it saves. I was worried I was going to die. It saves you using a king key. Cause you go down here and to the left and there's a king key door. Um, I swear I'm saying king key, not king. Anyways. 
Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it you fall on top of the level, but then there's an entrance like a couple screens over. So yeah, I know that. exactly what you're talking because I think there's even poison there, and I was oh I like wondering we'll, how to get to it. Yeah, I was like, well, that's weird. Why is that there? I think we. I don't remember if we we get to that in the video. I might have cut it out because I don't think it's part of the crypt path. But this uh, this tree we're in, there's a lot of different branches, so to speak. You have to go up, and mm-hmm. there's up is the crypt path, but down is another one of those. What are the Zoro whatever? Zoradono. Zoradono. You you kill one of those dudes at the bottom right, and you got a battle suit. Still can't equip anything, and then very close to that, yeah. you can go to the north and you get the magic rod which i guess i think in the manual is called the magic cane oh yeah. they refer to it as it a cane, cane too yeah yeah, that's what it is yeah. i did not find that item oh uh, yeah improves your magic um and yeah uh, you might have skipped it but then <laughs> a couple screens to the left you have to go yeah. you have to backtrack up and on the screen you go you're climbing up a ladder and there's a little knight dude who walks right up to the top of the ladder. You can't beat him there. And he just waits and sits there. And you're like, uh. <laughs> and as soon as you climb up the ladder, he'll smack you and it knocks you down. And you're just, <laughs> you would be completely soft locked, except you can die. Or I read in a walkthrough, if you like just very lightly keep tapping up, there's eventually a, like if you have to move up like a pixel each time. There's eventually a state where he, like, stands, and it doesn't aggro the knight, and you're standing, so you can actually attack. So then you just Whoa. mash, and you can kill him that way. But I was like, I was like, no health left. I was like, how do I do this? So I looked it up. I love this game. <laughs> yeah, it's great. it's great. It's so janky, but it's, it's janky <laughs> in a fun way. Oh, I also love how, like, you're seeing here how there's a gap, but, like, the enemies will just walk on the... Oh, the yeah. bottom of the screen, like as if there is no gap. But then I was like, falter. "Oh, is there a? There's something I can walk on." Nope, <laughs> he, he can walk on it, but I can't. Yeah. Well, uh, we've got you know, of course, we got the battle helmet, got the battle armor. Still can't wear it, but we did go back to one of the gurus. I don't remember exactly where he is. He might have been in the town of Conflate. I think Conflate. And yeah. mm-hmm. and he gives you a ring of dwarf. Dwarf you know, is dwarf. <laughs> D W O R F Dwarf Dwarf. So D-worf. we got that. That allows us to what did to that enter? They... It allows us to enter mm. enter the, land of the dwarves. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's it called again? I they had a name for it. The Ring of Dwarf. Oh the <laughs> no the, the area area. Oh that man, I'm gonna have to pull up that oh, well. that instruction manual because that has the the world information in it. Well, oh, while you uh, do it that, is... oh, you got it. Well, it's the the land of the evil. Or is it the? Oh God, that's hard to read. <laughs> the town of the evil place. What? Well, okay. So we, we, are in, we, we are in the evil place. <laughs> the evil <All> right. place. <laughs> and and then we are there going we to go. be entering uh, Dartmoor Castle. Oh, maybe that's what oh, I was remembering. Is Dartmoor? That's a, that's a that's a cool name. That is yeah. fantasy. Yeah, I love that. So we are in. You said we're in Darkmoor Castle right now, or that's mm-hmm. where. Um, no, okay. no, we're we're in and around Darkmoor. We're okay. in the evil place right now. We're in the evil place before Darkmoor Castle. Uh, by the way, I feel, this is so like goth, right? Like it's so goth, it hurts. I, I love it. Uh, there's a there's a 
a doorway you kind of go around. This is a very large area, but there's a doorway. And he says something like, do I need a ring to enter? I'm like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, like, you tell me. I can't see what you're seeing. So uh, anyway, you go in and you've got to work your way around. Are we in Darkmoor Castle now? Yes, we are. Okay. We're in Darkmoor. So you went from this place that had this red background to something that had this like really cool dark blue background. Mm-hmm. I love the transition here and the the tile or like the the walkways are this silverish gray looking thing. Very cool. And there's two things we need to do in he- actually no one thing we need to do. We have to navigate this labyrinth to find a sword, the- right? Yeah, we have yes. to find yes. the dragon slayer. Yeah. The dragon slayer. Yeah. And so we're just going to walk around here. There's a bunch of branching areas, if I remember right. Yeah, this is the one where yeah, there's is, a lot this of... This is a big area. And very I, I looked, big area. I looked at the map, and this is, I think, the only place in the game where there's actually, like, the middle of it is, like, a long hallway that wraps on itself. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's easy That's to right. get confused because only that section wraps around, and yeah. you're just like, this looks the same? Is it the same place? I don't know. But, yeah, this... Uh, yeah, two spots here. There's a guru in here, and then yep. the, yeah, so the guru will have to come insane. back here. Yeah, yeah. He, um, the guru here. We we have to come back to after we get the giant sword. So, well, you know, we'll we'll warp back here when that happens. Um, but you know, one of the enemies we just fought before we went into this guru area was really cool. It, it almost looked like one of those uh, things from War of the World. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Where it's got like this big kind of saucer thing on top and then i don't know like four spindly legs that are walking on the ground yeah super very long mechanical legs. yeah i gotta say i've got a special spot i love a lot of the monster designs in here because they are <laughs> they're cool i like the big, imaginative. Like, like the snake thing like it's I yeah don't know, it's, it's as, like a snake marshmallow as we're watching the video here i'm really starting to appreciate like the architecture and how how different they made all the paths look it wasn't just you know like the same tile repeated across the whole oh, yeah. line they they interwove all these different just parts of the ground they make neat shapes out of them yeah yeah agreed but now and we're then, fighting uh, the king of the dwarves the dragon yeah the king of the dwarves he starts with a g right his name General yes. Grievous oh. or something like that, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, grieve, Gre- grieve, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because they grieve sounds right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this dude was actually a little rough. I I died the first time I fought him. He was rough. Oh, I, oh, I think we're we're fighting him again, but just because I can't get enough of uh, fighting him, uh, <laughs> which is good because we didn't talk about him. So let's talk about him. What uh, what does he do here that makes it so difficult? Uh, he does the same exact thing as uh, the first boss we fought, except he shoots a lot more fireballs a lot quicker and does a lot more damage. Yeah. Yeah. I really face tank my way through this dude. Yeah. So this, man, I I saw you using it, but you get a new spell that's like 15k, I think, to buy called like Lithe or something. And um, that one, I don't know if, I couldn't tell if he had like moments where he was invulnerable to the damage. But, like, I would shoot it so it would explode diagonally up and hit him when he's in the air. And I feel like it only took, like, four hits or something like that to do that. Um, that very expensive spell, powerful. though. Yeah. It was very expensive. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the magic uh, cane or the rod or whatever. 
Yeah, that was a weird one because every single other magic in the game will go completely horizontal. This is the first one that goes horizontal and then straight up like 45 degrees diagonal. Yeah. Now with that uh, with that uh, Dwarf King we just fought, I ended up using the hourglasses against him. I found oh, that it, it didn't stop him, but I don't know if it was a glitch, but like for the first a good 10 or 15 seconds of the fight, he wasn't shooting fireballs. And I was just like, ah, okay. that's cool. But, you know, taking a bunch of, you know, touch damage from yep. him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. After you kill King Grieve, you get the uh, Dragon Slayer sword. And Heck once yeah. you equip that, you now look, it looks very familiar. Doesn't this look well, kind now of... Now you're wearing that battle armor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you mm -hmm. look kind of familiar, like a, like a familiar video game. <laughs> Ghouls and ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts and goblins. Was that Hudson Soft, by the way? Because this it? game was made by Hudson what? Soft, so I'm just curious what, who made ghosts and goblins, or ghouls and whatever. Um, uh, Capcom. Capcom, okay. Oh, so yeah, nothing... yeah, Capcom, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. no. So not, but it, honestly, it looks the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's really crazy. Similar. But uh, you can't uh, unequip this after you equip it. It's there's no. Oh, that's back. funny. I didn't even so, try, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you'd want to, but they. Yeah. I think they might even mention that. But yeah, you can't uh, unequip this, unlike the other mm -hmm. armor. And we are in the very last area because we, after getting that sword, we go back to the guru. The guru's like, "Hey, man, you are ready. Your Rocky montage is done. I'm gonna give you this king or this uh, ring of demons." And you got to go into this area where you're questioning, like, "Hey, do I have need? Do I need a ring to open this door or not?" Mm -hmm. And we go in this area, and this is a absolute labyrinth, which yep. I lucked into finding my way pretty quickly. Uh, Lobos, did you figure it out pretty quickly? Or? At this point, it was one thirty in the morning, and I was like, "I'm gonna look up the walkthrough because okay. <laughs> I saw the map, and it was like, okay, there's like." wrapping areas and you need to get to this one door but it's a maze and i was like oh. so i followed yeah, their instructions that got me there very quickly if you use the wing nice. boots like from the yep. first room you can just fly through like th i think only like three screens and it gets you there real fast so yep. yeah I, so i explored and explored and oh, explored yeah i hear okay it was difficult it was difficult because of all the different I mean, it's not just wrap, wrapping around they do. Yeah. It's like it's like portals of doors. It's like this whole castle is a paradox <laughs> where you would you would enter a door like on the left side on one side of the castle and you would exit on the other side like in a complete in an area that's like surrounded by other rooms. It's like uh, the, mm. the, there there was it felt like there was no logical way to progress through this just because it was like a. I went through here and I'm suddenly at this other place that yeah. It, yeah. It, you would just have to map no it sense. all out and be like, okay, now I'm in this yeah. room. Where does it connect to? I recognize that one there. Put it there. <laughs> like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it kind of reminded me of some of my least what favorite. Haven't I taken? Yeah, exactly. It kind of reminds me of some of my least favorite dungeons in, uh, Zelda two where mm. like, you're falling down multiple areas and, oh, you know, oh yeah. The whole game is pretty reminiscent of Zelda two. Like, yeah. you know, jump attack like side scroll mm -hmm. same kind of the the towns yeah, i think even had it, it looked felt like they had some of the same characters like there's a like a man that's walking around the first town that looks exactly like the basic npc from zelda 2 <laughs> exactly <laughs> nice 
Well, real quick, before we get to the end boss, you see at the bottom left, there is some uh, ointment there that you can pick mm -hmm. up. If you pick up that ointment, you will basically win the boss with or beat the boss without getting taking any damage. So, yep. But the problem yep. is you need wing boots to get back up from it. So that's a cool little fast strat if you happen to have those. So we're going to enter the last boss here. Who wants the honors of talking about the again i, the I think it's one. crazy it's a dwarf it's yeah the evil one in the evil place yeah the, yeah. The, the, yeah this is the thing that's been corrupting the dwarves this yeah. is this is the alien the thing from oh, space this is the alien yeah. oh i thought it was yeah. the dwarf itself okay so who who wants to talk and, and kind of finish up the the fight for us here i don't I, even know what it's kind of looks like i <laughs> i i jumped I, I, face, in, I face tanked and just <laughs> just wailed at him just hacked yeah. away as much as i could but this ATST looking alien is just walking at you, shooting fireballs, and you just got to keep hitting it in its big, ugly head. It, yeah, it does it's, look it's really like... not. It, it, there's not much to this fight at <laughs> yeah. all. Yeah, you know? just a lot of red potions. But it does. It does actually look like alien. The alien from Aliens, yeah, right? Yeah, With yeah. two two bipedals or well, bipedal legs. And I think it gets lower as you take damage. I'm not sure, but it looked oh, like it was getting interesting. lower. Interesting. But uh... yeah, the the walkthrough path has you go. Right past and grab that ointment and then mm -hmm. run there and then you you don't even. Oh, so you did? Did you yeah. actually grab the ointment? Yeah, oh, yeah, so... yeah. Because it's on the way. Oh. Like you come in yeah. from that left, the left side of that screen from where you go, and you already have wing boots active. So you just grab it and then you go uh... up. You can do it all in one trip, even with the highest level, uh, highest That's rank. So. Oh, yeah, pretty trivial. That's okay. The speed run well... of this game is quicker than all of this took. <laughs> It's, it's crazy like i'm sure like yeah. just looking back at the game and, and how long it it took me to play through it and just just like looking at you know these people just quickly do their thing i'm like i i i felt like i didn't even get through this like misty area i just kept taking mm, so much yeah. damage and having to go back mm. it's crazy after you fight that and kill that alien thing, you're warped to the king, and the king says, hey, good job. Dwarves and elves are great now. We're all cool. And then I think he says, oh, but you're going to leave us for your next journey. What a restless guy. Oh, yeah, and what then, a restless guy. Then, <laughs> you you just fun. walk back. I, I actually think that's kind of cool, like the beginning of the game. Right. Shows you walking towards the town, and the end shows you walking back. And that's uh fact sanity i finally beat it like after all these years of never <laughs> like as a kid i got it and played it and never beat it so that was another for me like teenage mutant ninja turtles it was a little mm -hmm. feather in my cap so super excited yeah mm -hmm. totally Nice. And of course, we had uh, we got some B-roll footage going on right now. But we did. Let's talk about Patreon real quick, and then we'll kind of loop back to you guys. So uh, we got our Patreon uh, screen there, kind of thanking everyone, and we got some exciting news. We not only hit our Patreon goal of twenty-five people, we actually exceeded it. We hit twenty-six. Whoa. So we are a bunch of overachievers. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, everyone, Thanks, so much for your support. Love to see it, and. Uh, you know the people that helped make that happen uh, amongst everyone else that was in the um that credit screen we got oh boy i think it's a co koala colivator oh coalivator yeah like a maybe koala it's coalivator yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, okay coalivator <laughs> uh daniel warren and nightfish so thank you for your support thank and you. Everyone knows because they've been hearing for 52 episodes. That means we're going to be playing Earthbound two-hour episode. Now, 
uh, it's not going to be the next episode. It's going to take us some time, so please be patient. We'll try to get to it very quickly, but, you know, it's a long game. It's going to take a lot of time to edit, so we are going to have that. But, you know, again, thank you, everyone, for your support uh, on Heck achieving yeah. that Earthbound. And uh, just as a heads up, if you want to continue uh, supporting us or start supporting us, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Saturday Morning Gaming Show to join the other uh, fabulous people that have helped us out. And before we move on, I just wanted to check in. Lobos, Alamaxia, give me your closing thoughts on Vaxanadu. God, Lobos. I guess I should call someone um, first. Yeah, Lobos. Uh, I, uh, I was jamming the whole time as I was grinding and yeah. yelling for getting knocked off the screen <laughs> and having to run back and everything respawns and... And having to go back and get my keys. But it was an enjoyable experience. Uh, a, kind of a typical Nintendo action experience. So, yeah. yeah. I didn't play it when I was a kid. So, okay. it was so cool to experience it now. Yeah, yeah, totally. For, um, for me, it was... I don't know. I, I probably won't go back and play this one again now that I have <laughs> played through it. Because right. that... I really didn't feel like there was that much to the game. Like that, hmm. there were different enemies, but half the enemies had the same exact, you know, AI and movement set. The yeah. the towns were deserted except for the people that you had to talk to were the shop owners, and it it was frustrating. It was frustrating to go through parts of this game. Now it 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 was fun. It was fun to experience it one time. But I think this is one <laughs> game that I think I only want to experience it once. I tend to agree. I think this is probably a one off for me. It was it was a cool experience, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like I'm right, yeah. It. it was cool. It was iconic. Uh, it's probably not something I'll go back to again. But who knows? Maybe in a couple of years, I'll I'll get the taste for, for dwarven blood, and I want to go kill some dwarves or something. Or or know. maybe you go play the next Dragon Spirit game. All right, so you've all waited an hour to know what the heck Faxanadu is. Alamaxia, <sighs> please take it away. So Faxanadu is considered a side story of Dragon Quest to Xanadu. And because this was released for the Famicom, it was the first of the Dragon Slayer games to be released, I believe, on uh, the console. Uh, it's a portmanteau of Famicom and Xanadu for Faxanadu. Wow. And I looked up those games. <laughs> they are rough looking. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They, no. This game did a lot for that series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, uh, it was on the MSX amongst other systems, oh, but wow. MSX was definitely one nice. of those. And yeah, I looked, I'm like, oof, yeah, that's, uh, this game looks amazing compared to what was going on there. <laughs> this has left-right movement. <laughs> that's true. Impressive, impressive. <laughs> Truly, only the power of the NES can support that. <laughs> that is great. Well, thank you for uh, for checking out this game with me. You know, uh, Alamaxia, I know you, next uh, month you're going to be kind of busy, so it'll be just a, a episode with Lobos and I, but you have any good uh, segues to get us to announce what game we're going to play? We fought a whole bunch of stuff. We fought a whole bunch of dwarves. These dwarves were living in a tree. Where are dwarves supposed to live? Underground. Underground. Under. Yeah. Under. Under the world. Under, under world. the world. Under the world. Yeah, it, we're going to be playing. Oh, 
Did you have another one? <laughs> I was going to say, maybe we'll find the ultimate enemy <laughs> in the underworld. Yes, we're going to be playing Ultima Underworld. And this is one of those first-person dungeon crawlers that I think everyone thinks of when they think of that genre. This and probably like Eye of Beholder are the two most classic uh, RPGs. So it's kind of a long game, but uh, it's pretty cool. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm super yeah, excited. I'm I've excited been as I've well. been in a big big dungeon crawler binge lately. I just oh yeah, been looking nice. for something, man. Itching for more. So I can't there wait. There you go. I'm excited. It's perfect timing. Mm-hmm. So look out for that one in March. Yeah, man, this year's already blowing by us. It's already coming to March there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, sadly, we have reached the end credits of this episode. And, uh, of course, wanted to thank everyone for listening to us on the podcast or watching us on YouTube. And be sure to follow us on Spotify, Anchor.fm, iTunes, wherever you follow us. Make sure to give us a like, give us a comment. Let us know what you think. And if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email at SaturdayMorningGamingShow at gmail.com or on Twitter at SaturdayMGaming. And if you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to rate us, please do so. And, uh, of course, a special shout-out to Technoax for much of the music on this episode. For Saturday Morning Gaming, I'm Alamaxia. I'm Lobos. And I'm the Fat Wizard. We'll see you in March with Ultima Underworld for the PC. 